I'm Elijah. And I'm Ruby. And welcome to Rough Edges. So guys, welcome back to another episode. I am Ruby and I'm with Elijah and we also have a very special guest with us, Simone. Hey! Yes! <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to jump straight into it. It's going to be a true story here and yeah. all about the life of Simone. Yeah. So Simone. Within 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, within 20 minutes. Um, where are you from? So I'm originally born in Australia um and then I've spent the past five years here living in London Mm. which has been a very amazing up and down experience uh very different to the life I've known back home Mm. um I'm here on my own and my my family's still in Australia but yeah it's been great it's been a roller coaster yeah (laughs) it's cool and I've when did we meet you? We must have met you like last year. Last year. So I think around this time. Yeah. Probably last so the year. Whole year basically. Yeah. yeah. Living wow. across the road um, with Joe. Yes. Meeting your lovely father, first and foremost. Yeah. Um, so that was quite cool. Um, I think with your dad, anyone that knows him, very easy to think he could not be a pastor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. way it's too true. Cool. Definitely. It's true. Um, so yeah, that's how I met your dad. And um, I remember actually overhearing a conversation that he was having about a talk. And uh, when he told me he was a pastor, I actually thought he was joking. <laughs> <laughs> I had to backpedal a little bit yeah. in my <laughs> it's true. in my words. Oh. So yeah. So what was, when you first come to church, what do you, what was your perception of it in the beginning, and what like? Did you feel like you were getting yourself into? Yeah, I think it's been funny for me. I mean, I'm 33 now and I like to think that I've lived a very versatile life and I've always been very open to different religions and faiths. And But I think I was of the mindset that um, it was never for me. Like I was like, oh, that's nice for you, but that's, mm. not, my, that's not my thing yeah. kind of thing. Um, so I was actually introduced um, initially through... Uh, Tom coming to Alpha. Mm. Uh, I was a little bit skeptical because I didn't really get what that meant. And I think mm-hmm. my perception of Christianity and Christians was very different yeah. to, <laughs> to now what I know it to be. Um, but I trusted in the person that Tom was. And um, something really compelled me to go along. And um, yeah, I think the whole experience initially good food great people yeah but there was something much deeper Mm. and i wanted to explore that so yeah Mm. so yeah um i was gonna ask what was your life like before jesus was there any major events anything you'd like to share yeah absolutely i think like a lot of people we all go through highs and lows in our life and i'm a big believer in that someone's trauma isn't greater than another person's just because the story might sound bigger or greater or more dramatic. I think trauma is very, very personal and that's something I have experienced. Um, unfortunately, at uh, in my early 20s, I was involved in a fatal accident involving a motorbike rider and his passenger um, and it was a double fatality. Um, I was not at fault, uh, yeah, thankfully, but uh, it was very confronting at such a tender age. 
um, something that completely changed my life forever. And I think when you're 22, you don't really have the tools to deal with with that. Um, so leaning on family, I didn't have a faith at the time, um, but I don't want to take up too much time. But if I could just make a big point, and this was well before my faith, mm-hmm. and it's only something that came to light and I remembered um, a bit after was my first instinct as soon as that accident happened was actually screaming out to God and begging for forgiveness. Um, And I think maybe a part of that people might have seen that that might have turned me to faith, but it actually turned me much further away. Mm. So it wasn't just that one moment, was it? It It wasn't that one moment. There was lots of things and um, I... After that, I kind of wanted to move forward with my life and um, be very, I think I was my biggest critic. I was harder on myself than what I needed to be. And my way of dealing was traveling the world, having amazing experiences. Mm -hmm. But funnily enough, when my family, when I decided to settle in London, because that was never the plan, my mum would call me all the time in my darkest of days and say, what are you doing over the other side of the world? Why don't you just come home? What are you doing? Why are you struggling? Why are you doing this all alone? And I remember I used to say to her, mum, I'm searching for something and I just don't know what it is. I don't know what's wrong with me. There's something wrong with me, but I feel like I'm constantly in search of something. Mum did actually ask me a few times if it was God and mm. I strictly said no. Yeah. I was very adamant. Yeah. It had nothing to do with with God. So... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. And from like just on that topic of your incident, mm. do you feel now that God has taken away the guilt from it? And do you feel like Absolutely. He's... Absolutely. I think because it was something I had buried so deep down and didn't actually want to acknowledge. I think I spent many years assuming that I was okay and I was fine because I didn't allow it to surface Um, and I always justified things like, oh, Simone, you've gone to this country and you've done this and you've got an amazing family and I always kind of tried to really just say to myself, oh, you're totally fine, don't worry about it, you're not a victim. But deep down I think even my family didn't realise that I was severely depressed. Mm -hmm. I dealt with post-traumatic stress disorder, which I was diagnosed with. I dealt with deep, dark depression and anxiety and a sense of guilt. I mean, on the surface, I knew I wasn't at fault technically, but I also understood that it was my car that took um, took two lives um, and seeing something like that in person isn't like a movie and... No matter what you try and hide and not admit it, you do carry guilt. You carry a big sense of guilt. Um, and that's that's gonna happen. You can't you can't you know, you yeah. can't get rid of that. So I did get carry a big guilt and I hid it for many, many years mm-hmm. because I didn't want help. Um, but it definitely weighed on my life Mm. and I didn't know how to get rid of it yeah 
No. I really didn't know how to get rid of it. Yeah. So, but I guess you'll know how I got rid of it. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So, that bit of your life before Jesus, I guess, you travelled lots. And yeah. Honestly, Simona's got like stories for oh, days. I've got stories it for is, days. I know. So entertaining. Oh, so I don't know where to start with Simone. Yeah. How do I condense this into <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, you like, if you follow her Instagram, it's like pictures of all over different kinds of things. Yeah, I've, I've lived a good life. Yeah. I, I didn't grow up in a wealthy family. I'm not mm. a pampered princess. I've scraped, I've scrimped, I've had my tears. I've, uh, mm. you know, I've, I've done what I've done. And people look at social media and think it's all roses and, and that's nice mm. of them to think so. But that's definitely not the case. But am I blessed in that sense? Yeah, I've gone mm. on. But I've freaking fought for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've freaking fought for what I've done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, cool. so earlier you were speaking about how, you know, you went around and around the world and travelled to discover what you were searching for. Yeah. Do you found, feel like now you found yeah. what you said? Yeah. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Absolutely. As I said, I mean, I have lived a pretty colourful life. <laughs> There's lots of things I won't say on microphone, but I've had many Band-Aids in my life. I've had highs and lows and I've done amazing things and I was always raised to be thankful. But sometimes being thankful also inhibits you from understanding that your pain is real Mm. and dealing with your pain. Um, I don't hate the concept of always being grateful because I think it's a very humbling way to live your life, but... Also, it's been taught by a very old school mentality where you don't deal with mental health because mm. that's that's kind of weak mm. and that's kind of selfish, mm. if that makes sense. True. So it's not um, it's not incredibly healthy. But um, yeah, I've gone on and I have done so many amazing things. But when I was sat there alone, I mean, Alpha was great and I had loads of questions that I didn't think I would have. But what really spun me out, and trust me, I fought it and I fought it because I thought, oh, my goodness, no way, like, no way this is going to (laughs) happen. But when you're sat up in the middle of the night faced with yourself when you think you're a pretty put-together person and you're crying and you're messaging your pastor at 11 o'clock at night going, (laughs) I don't know how to pray, help me pray, (laughs) I was met with Jesus and people know me, I'm no bullshit, Mm. I have no filter, I'm probably the most unfiltered version of a person. <laughs> Sometimes I go home and go, oh, my goodness, Simone, just shut up. But I'm unfiltered. I'm no bullshit. And I knew for me this wasn't shit. This wasn't mm. bullshit. This wasn't a lie. This was something I felt. Um, I didn't seek it. I didn't think I needed it. Mm. But God pursued me and he pursued mm. me when I was at home alone and crying and I remember crying and then laughing and going, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this oh is gosh. ridiculous. But yeah, when you feel something to your bones, like nothing you've ever experienced. Wow. Mm. So you mentioned Alpha. Yeah. For people that don't know what Alpha is, yeah. how was you introduced to it? What is it? Oh, my goodness. Alpha yeah. was like the best time of my life. Yeah. I, actually, I actually wanted to log in for the second season of it <laughs> or whatever. Wow. I wasn't allowed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a veteran now. Um, for those who don't know, Alpha was so cool. So um, 
I, I'm going to be brutally honest. I think my really warped perception of a Christian, maybe many people still have this, is like the button down, kind of boring, kind of bland, like very, like, I don't know other words, but kind of niche. Yeah. Uh, not for me. Mm. And uh, God bothering is the term that used yeah. to come to mind. And I thought, oh, no, you don't want me there. You don't want me there. And mm. when your dad, Tom, invited me, he's like, no, no, Sim, it's like it's all great people. It's all just good food. We have booze and we have a chat. And you can put it up for scrutiny and the truth will hold. And I thought, oh, shit, do you really want me to come? Yeah. All right, okay, I'll come, I'll come. And you know what? It's the best decision I've ever made. And I remember going the first time, and I think the first time I was like, yeah, this is cool, cool people, nice food, cool. Mm. But it was never going to be about that. It's an amazing introduction, amazing. Mm. But what you don't realise is what happens behind the scenes and I think that's so much more important. But mm. I never thought I'd have questions, but the weeks that Alpha went, I looked forward to it so much and all of a sudden I was like the nerd in the class, like yeah. mm. question after question after question. I was thinking, oh, my goodness, if only I had participated this well at school, I'd be a, <laughs> a, a brain surgeon. Oh, my God. Because uh, I just, it was flowing out of me. Um, but something like Alpha I think is just like, an like a soft introduction and I think every young old middle-aged person mm. 100% go for it yeah biggest advocate of alpha yeah freaking amazing like there's nothing like it because you don't have to there's no it's nothing down your throat it's so gentle it's so mm. relaxed it's so chill just feels like being at a dinner party where the name Jesus is dropping <laughs> in. and all of a sudden you stop flinching when you hear the name you're like oh okay Jesus is normal to speak <laughs> um but it actually opens your mind to something that you may have never thought was for you because mm. you'll meet people and you're like they can't be a Christian yeah, yeah that yeah. person's way cool as if they're a Christian mm. and then it makes it more relative like mm. I think the funny thing is about God is that sometimes people think that it's only for certain people. Mm. And I went to an all-girls Catholic school. Really? Oh, yeah. I, I never identified, and I don't, I don't badmouth Catholics at all. Mm. Everybody is more than welcome to the way that they praise, you know, God. But it wasn't for me. I didn't mm. fit in with it. I didn't identify with it. So all that did for me in my younger years was completely banish the thought of God and the thought of Jesus because you put it in a basket, mm. not for me. Yeah. And then I kind of assumed Christians weren't as cool as they are. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, apes cool. Yeah. <laughs> I could take that. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought I would have yeah. met the Lord in East End? Oh, I know, I know. I know. And he continues to change your life daily. He does. Yeah. I won't say it's easy. Mm. Um, What's your biggest? challenge that you face on your walk my biggest challenge is feeling as though I've now accepted something into my life as truth mm. and it it is a lot to take in but you take it in as you can and I think so long as you keep feeling the love the other stuff will follow mm. The hardest thing has been the past few weeks for me, I'm I'm at a point where I'm actually really struggling and I've had like a tantrum, like he's not listening. I'm mm. praying and I got down on my knees the other day and I prayed and I cried. I even had like the Kim Kardashian ugly cry. I was like, <laughs> you know, no, 
you know, proper meme stuff yeah. going, you know, and he's not listening. So to me, I said to Verena, I'm having a tantrum. He's not listening to me. This isn't how I thought it would be. Um, but really, when I freaking shut my mouth, and if I reflect over the past few days when I haven't thought about it, I'm like, oh, actually, okay, a few things have changed. So then you feel really bad about it. Yeah. So I've always had my family to turn to, but equally I'm stubborn. I'm self-reliant. But knowing I have God absolutely changed my life. Because mm. mm. also this lockdown's been very difficult as well lockdown's been really really difficult yeah. as yeah. somebody that already suffers from depression it's very as a lot of people who suffer from it it's something it's always something you need to maintain you might not always be suffering but it's like treading water mm. mm-hmm. so it's like you're constantly doggy paddling yeah trying to tread the water and has got change your mental health in absolutely. any capacity yeah absolutely yeah absolutely and I'm not saying I'm completely without it, mm. but do I feel the, the depths of the lows that I used to? No. Mm. Even when I thought I would. I've just been made redundant. Yeah. I'm, you know, there's lots of things that have been happening as with everybody else during mm. this pandemic. But for the first time, even when I feel low, Jesus gets me out of bed. Because right. I say to him, get me up today. Yeah. Help me today. Mm. And if I didn't have that, oh, I I don't know. I don't know. I would. I. Mm. I have to be honest. I don't know if I would have got through it as strong as I thought I was. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. It's right. definitely not a band aid. Yeah. That's amazing though. Yeah. It is amazing because like I, when we was at church, like when we was going on Sundays, mm. you'd be there every week. You know. Yeah. And yeah. Someone, who would have thought? Someone with anxiety. <laughs> you know. I remember death, like singing with the hands down by the side. Yeah. And then like. Praise the Lord, they kind of came up to the hips. Yeah. And then they came up to the underarms. And then all of a sudden, yeah. my hands in the air, praising the Lord. Yeah. Absolutely. And do you know what? I at first felt there was a stigma and I felt a bit awkward going back to a country like Australia where things are very brash. Yeah. Um, and I've never really cared what people thought of me, but I did feel insecure about saying I'm a Christian. And then I thought, as if I've ever given a shit yeah. about what anyone ever yeah. thought of me. Yeah. So you know what? My friends think I'm so rock and roll. And if not, it's a great party story because they just think I'm actually joking. But when they see the change in me, yeah, yeah. and I've got friends that have known me for 20-odd years that have said, Simone, mm. I've seen you climb up, jump off mountains, swim with sharks, <laughs> Walk wolves, you know, mm. do all these crazy wow. things, sleep in the jungle in Cambodia and all this gnarly stuff. But wow, like you look different and wow. you're different and you say that you love the Lord and you are you and the Lord loves you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like even I'm like that. I'm like, Jesus actually loves me. Like, yeah, yeah. Has he heard what I say? Does yeah. he know what I'm actually doing? But they're just so refreshed. And mm. when I see that, I'm like, I'm proud now. Mm. Loud and proud. Mm. Loud and proud because I know I'm feeling shit right now, but equally you can't you can't argue with that. Mm. So, yeah. What yeah. would you tell 15-year-old Simone if yes. you could go back in time? Go to school. <laughs> <laughs> don't wag school. Um, don't smoke around the corner. Yeah. Um, mm. 15-year-old Simone, I've kind of encountered this a bit because I've got two young nieces. Mm. Um, It's hard. Is it bad if I say 
I still think I really should have done what I did. Mm. Um, I I see. I, I think I find it hard to go back and go. Everyone I has could, their past, and you yeah, wouldn't be here I now, could, would you? Oh, really, Dolan would be here for forty-five hours if there was a lot I should have erased, and the, if there was a lot of things that I could erase. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Like, there's lots of things I didn't need to grow up so quick with. I didn't need to experience drugs like a lot of young people think that that's a cool thing to do. You know, boyfriends at a young age, it's all crap. Like it's all way too young. If I could go back, erase that, fine, life would have been easier. But if I sit here at 33, almost 34 and go, yeah, it's not been great, it's not Mm. been easy, but finding Jesus actually makes you accept a lot yeah. of your past and I think that's also important because I've I've taken True. this road for a reason yeah and anything in hindsight and you didn't even know I didn't yeah. even know yeah. I didn't even know, know. most unlikely across the road no literally even with old Joe yes absolutely I wouldn't have even been in London if I wouldn't place. have had the accident I wouldn't have yeah. Yeah. Exactly. you know come over the other look I think hindsight is a very tricky thing to play with Hindsight and regret. Mm. We can all say, yeah, there's things I probably would have done different, mm. but regret and hindsight, very tricky. Always look ahead. Mm. Yeah. Always look to the future. And I now know that True. having a future with God in my life is pretty, pretty cruisy. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, to finish, okay. one sentence oh dear. as a tip to as anyone listening or any advice or anything, as final words, what mm. do you have to say? Don't be afraid. Don't think that it's not cool. Like, you know, I just, you know, as you get older, it's like anyone, I say this to my nieces and stuff, like don't think it's not for you. Don't think it's not for you. Mm. Don't think that you're above it. Don't think it's not as cool as you are because that's freaking bullshit. Your life will never be cooler than when you have God. Mm. Amazing. And well, if I can leave it yeah, at that. I amazing. Think, I mean, that was a great testimony. For me. Thank you so and that much. was our last episode. Yeah. We're going to take a break for this summer. Oh, wow. Yes. So, I hope it helps. Yeah. Guys, yeah. it was nice to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank yeah. You. Thank you, you so much. No, well. September. Come back. We'll mm. be back in September. Absolutely. Nice. Thank, Thank you. you. So Thanks. Much. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.